Hello there. Welcome to the Faith and Facts podcast with Big Feed, Jim Fijo, and myself, Coach Fetz. Uh, we have today, we have a special guest from Rhode Island, the wonderful state up north. I guess if you're living up north or living down south, it's up north, uh, which Jim I and I both I don't know how, how wonderful it is. We'll ask Larry in a little bit, okay? Larry, who is the publisher of Good News Today. It's beautiful. It's Rhode Island. What do you think? Better than Rhode hey, Island. It's an island, right? So it's great. Larry, Jim, there welcome. I was going to say, what was the, you know, you could tell that things are going to get a little crazy when, when we're doing the pre just talking. And they're talking about ice cream, and we're talking fasting, and we're talking government and everything. So, really, this I, is no lie. I only no fast when using ice cream, Brian. I'm telling you, you guys, you guys are doing this <laughs> this Daniel fast. You guys are doing desert fast. You're doing every fast. You're doing your pastors fast. You're doing religious fast. There's one ice cream fast. Don't forget That's the it. cave. Try that one. The cave, cave fast too. is a really the, good one. You go in the cave for 40 days, 40 nights, and you don't come out. I understand that. And I'll roll the stone, I'll roll the stone over the entrance too, okay? <laughs> bugs so let's go, Brian. Watch out for those. So I mean, I mean, I mean would I just eat bugs if I was in a cave? And that what they in that the new protein source that, that they're talking about, bugs? The new protein sauce oh, yeah. is, is these yep, uh, crickets. The bugs, that's for sure. They've got yep. factories. Dried crickets, and the other thing is fake uh, chicken. So be careful. You're buying chicken now. It's Satan. It's it's all about Satan. Uh, God has His creation in everything. Everything is anything that's happening is against God's order. It's the Antichrist and work again. At least that's what I read in the good news, Rhode Island. I read that. Uh, yes. So, Larry, the good news today, what um, what can somebody expect if they get a copy of it or check it out online? Uh, that's hard to say. Depends on where they're at, I guess. You know, people, everybody's in a different position in life, but... If they're looking to wake up and smell the coffee, then the good news is a great place for that. Well, smell the coffee, I, you know? I, I've been uh, I've been involved reading it and uh, carrying it and distributing it uh, for a long time now. Uh, how many years now, Housing Larry? It. Since you started, a thousand years. It should be a thousand. So. So the twenty-one, reality year, of it 21 is, years. We're in our twenty. We just started our twenty-second year of publishing. And I can tell you this: if twenty-two someone, years of dealing with. Uh, right, and what's going to happen if someone picks up the good news? And correct me, Larry. Is they're going to get a straight-out biblical presentation? of what life's all about. There's not going to be anything sugar-coated. There's not going to be, you know, the uh, lollipop syndrome where all the pastors out there like to be liked and they get the lollipops. 
You don't have any you don't have a lollipop section in that that good news. I have not yet seen the lollipop section yet. Have you had one yet? I missed that. The closest to the the closest to a lollipop section would be uh, the humor section. <laughs> yeah, oh, we like to keep a little bit of humor in there. So we do have some jokes. We do have some jokes, but even jokes we try to keep uh, biblically correct. <laughs> well, I'd say jokes now. I mean, We've the been, fact that it, things are coming after comedians. I mean, there's no ear No, no ear going on at the good news no feathers okay there will be no lollipops and no feathers when you pick up the good news rhode island so larry tell me i got a i got a a, a very deep question here uh how many how many people or churches uh -oh. do you have carrying your to distribute the good news Uh, the paper is currently available in over 600 churches and 300 businesses throughout Rhode Island and South Coast, Mass. We're also hey, in hey. prisons, libraries, hospitals. And and uh, what's the charge for this paper? Looks like Larry's got a little... Uh... There's a little little freezing lag on your on, on your feed. Yeah, you're you're freezing up on us. You guys are freezing up on me. <laughs> <laughs> Repeat the question, yeah. Jim. So, yeah, the question is, how many churches, and how many, how much does the addition cost? How much does it in addition? It's free. No charge for the for the good news. We can't charge uh, people for sharing well, good it, news with them. Well, I, I tell you what, you're not following the you're not following the the religious procedures of uh, soak everybody. Let's take a collection. Let's do this. Let's do that. You know what I mean? It's free. How can you have it free? Yeah, What's wrong with you? Huh? <laughs> I think you need to repent. You need to repent. How can, can you, you believe how it? How can you have a big following? How can you have a big following like TD yes, Jakes? That's you know, that's probably why I'm broke. Yeah. Well, TD Jakes ain't broke. I'll tell yeah. you what. You know, he, you got to get yourself a big celebrity. You know, you got to go get. Wait, we won't. You got to go get Prime. Go get Prime. Baptize yeah. Prime like TD Jakes did, and then Prime can give you ten percent of his millions of dollars. T.D. Jakes is no dope. He knows how to make money. His God is mammon. Now, now let's get back to the newspapers. You guys always get me off the track here. Now, tell me, all these pastors are knocking down your door to carry that paper, right? Tell me, Larry. Tell, I want to know the truth because I see on, on emails, I see uh, on, on uh, YouTube, all of these big, big ministries. And they got all these kind of followings. Now you you must oh, have yeah. a lot of pastors trying to get your paper. Tell me about it. Tell me how many people are knocking down your door. You tell me. You know, to tell you the truth, I don't know how we're in as many churches as we are. You know, we 
it's uh, it's only the Lord that's kept us in the churches that we're in, I'll tell you that. Because uh, a lot of them just don't agree with the Bible. You know, they've, they've got no, their own why... take on what uh, truth is. Well, and if I'll they tell want you to what... avoid the reality of uh, what's happening around them. Current events yeah. is not something that most churches are interested well, in. Well, the problem is you've got this Disgusting. construction company. Your construction company only builds narrow roads. You've got to get another com company that builds wider roads because you can have a lot of people following your paper then, you know? it's You put road signs up there that says, do not enter, <laughs> you know? Unless you believe that Jesus Christ is Lord and Savior and everything from Genesis to Revelation is true. Otherwise, go follow John MacArthur. He'll tell you you can take the mark of the beast. Tell him, Larry. Tell these people, will you? <laughs> hey, you know, the scriptures are the truth. That's it. That's the bottom line. You know, if, if you doubt anything that's in scripture then you're not go going to uh, agree with what's in the paper you're going to have a problem with it one place or another amazingly enough we've somehow the lord has kept us going for 20 into our 22nd year now and we've been able to keep going because hey, if somebody wants to in the world as you know they they're avoiding the truth. If somebody wants to, uh, you know, get the paper, how do they go about it? I mean, I know we put the the uh, the link on the in the bottom of the screen, but is there some place they can go if they want to get the paper at their church or if they want to get the paper down in Florida or out in Texas or wherever it might be? How would they go about doing that? Yeah. Well, they can go to our website and there's a, you know, there's a form they can fill out that will go directly to our office and then we can reply from there. So, uh, the good news. Today.org. Good news today.org. That's pretty simple. Not, uh, not too complex. The. The good news today.org perfect perfect what what what's a topic that's come up uh recently as possible yeah hey I, i'm a kiss person you know keep it simple stupid that's me um what is uh what is a topic that's come up recently that that you feel is not getting the exposure or not getting uh, the notoriety that it should from a christian perspective Uh, there's so many. I, I mean, everything that's going on in the world right now ought to be waking people up to the reality that uh, something's seriously wrong. And uh, they need to get right with God. The bottom line is everything that's going on in this world right now is uh, is a wake-up call. You know, and people they're looking for simplest things in front of them right now are uh, pointing at him and everywhere. I mean, people look at they look at Ukraine. They look at what's in our own government. 
And um, they are unwilling to connect the dots as to how those things all point toward the soon return of our mm. Savior. So, um, you know, it doesn't matter what topic you pick up. To me, they're all pointing back to God. So if if you don't have to, then you look at each one of these individual stories as a, a separate entity. Somehow they're all compartmentalized here, there, or wherever. But uh, really one big story. It's all, it's all interconnected. and. Um, that's what we try to do with the paper is look, look at current events through the microscope or under the true in every aspect. And um, the sooner that people and and be like a brain and search it out on a daily basis, the easier it is for them to go through life. So what about this, Larry? So... You have about 600 or so uh, churches out there that uh, you drop off uh, these uh, papers every month. Now, do you add churches every month? Do you lose some churches every month? And if you are losing churches, what's the primary um, number one reason or what are some of the reasons someone would not want to take the good news. Since, and I, I, I tell you, it's great reading, folks. Folks, the, I, I, let me just take one second. The good news, Larry has been doing it for 21 years. He and his wife are distributing it. It's a, it's a, it's a faith ministry. Uh, it's, not, it's not like the churchianity. Uh, unfortunately, uh, churches can't handle a lot Don't of the Don't forget truth. the third volunteers. And there's tons of volunteers. And so I, I'm a volunteer when, when they have the meatball night. I go with them. So that's, <laughs> that's, that's my night. So so these, these issues. These Even people, when he's not churches, here, he calls up on meatball night. That's the only time. <laughs> so, so we have these, these churches, some of these churches, uh, ask not to receive the paper. Now, this is mind-boggling, folks. I've read, yeah. I've read cover to cover. My wife reads it cover to cover. We know many of the people, almost all of the people that contribute uh, to the articles. We know the people that are in the articles many times. And I, I just can't understand where the era that I find isn't coming from anywhere in the good news. The error I see is coming from the pulpits on Sundays. And, I, and I'll tell you why. Because Larry and his wife, CL, they end up loving the Lord and the Word of God. And that is the foundation of anything that's put in that good newspaper. However, John MacArthur, who has a position of being a great uh, um, pastor and teacher, uh, also teaches many erroneous things and encourages people not to obey the scripture, obey the scripture, and don't uh, and have encouraged people to believe that you can take the mark of the beast in Revelation. So there's problems here, and the same thing when I, I go to a fellowship. These fellowships end up saying, "Oh, I'm a Baptist, always a Baptist. How about I'm a 
Christ, disciple of Christ, period. And his word is true. How about that? You know, so I know that that's what the good news Amen. does. And Amen. he drops it off at the door to these churches. And Larry, now that I had my big winded session, which I'm always good at, <laughs> I thought, I, I thought, tell me, give us an idea of why in the world these people would do that. I mean, and this, this is, could be offensive to everybody, you know? Well, I'll, I'll tell you, we had two, uh, two cancellations just in the past month. One of them was a church that uh, we've been delivering to for the past, I'd say, 12 years in New Bedford, right across the street from a prison that we also distribute to. And um, the pastor sent a letter asking that we not deliver. Actually, she just sent a, an email. And I uh, replied, asking, as we always do, asking to speak directly to the pastor, because we, you know, we keep good records of what's going on with the churches we deliver to. So we like to be able to inform people uh, who call looking for a good church to go to, going on in that church. So. Uh, Event recently took over uh, leadership at this church, and she uh, doesn't like the paper at all. Unfortunately, she also was at a church in Newport, Rhode Island, about seven years ago, and she canceled us from that church also. So she's got a record of um, hatred toward the paper, I guess would be the best way to say it. Um, first of all, really, the Bible talks against women being in leadership in the church. So I'm sure that that is part of the issue that she has with the paper because we have had articles that we point that fact out. And um, she's well aware of that. Also, she tends to be um, in favor of articles against Black Lives Matter. Uh, not that we're against Black people. We love all people. But unfortunately, groups like Black Lives Matter have Marxist backgrounds. And uh, they're helping to force communism in a country, not uh, a biblical worldview. So... Uh, folks who are on board with groups like Black Lives Matter, they're, they're not going to enjoy the paper. But, uh, so, you know, that's one of many cases. This throughout well, the years, we're always getting pastors upset over one thing or another. But, you know, it always comes down to a misunderstanding of the scriptures. That's the bottom line. So I, I, so I, I see that. This uh, pastor, female pastor, which, again, I want everybody to know is totally unbiblical. And if I go into a fellowship and there's a lady in there at the pulpit, I have to speak out the word of God, thrown out, whatever they want to say. So keep up the good work. In the meantime, it's kind of ironic that here's a female pastor of a 
quote Christian church. And you know what I feel about the term Christian? How about disciples? Everything's a Christian, you know? So a Christian is basically someone who follows their own denomination. But a disciple is the one who follows Jesus Christ and obeys his word. So here's this Christian church. Here's this Christian church. And this Christian church is right next to a prison. Well, did the prison send you a letter saying, don't send us any more good newspapers or what? Actually, the you know, prisons, uh, I'll tell you, the prison, I have more response from guys like, it really is amazing. Uh, the Chinese understand that the people who are stuck in the prison are a audience, and they, these guys tend to have Bible studies on a regular basis. They're, you know, they're they're trying to figure life out. They ended up there for any number of reasons, some of them bad reasons, but uh, they they tend to be people who are searching. Well, I was one of those of guys. Um, little studies in the prison. <laughs> yeah, go. I was. Matter of fact, I was uh, we have a good friend studies. of Jim's who uh, is a regular contributor to the paper. Yeah, he writes uh, many, yeah, many Troy. articles. Yep. Troy Titus, uh, a good brother in the Lord, and uh, he leads many Bible studies. Uh, he gets the paper for from from Good News. And he uh, also gets other people to get the newspaper in the prison. He leads his Bible study there. I was involved when I was Troy. in prison. I loved it. It was good to see people come to the Lord and get the word of God, you know, yeah, behind we, bars we, too. So what, what, uh, yeah. Troy, uh, I mean, Troy's been contributing to now for past couple of years, he, um, he, uh, he really is a, a blessing to us and the readers and is always right on target with the scriptures. So, um, you know, that's a and perfect a great writer of how Lord worked in the least of these. With the prison ministries, I mean, how many how many prisons, um, how many prisons are there are involved that, that get a chance to get the newspaper and get to get to hear about it? Larry, we still got you there. Well, the uh, I know that it's open to any prison anywhere, and uh, people who have loved ones in prison, they get the paper from the good news. We may have lost Larry, I guess, for a second here, but yeah. Um, Say, Jim, it's talking about prisons. I mean, you. I guess I don't know if say I would guess it's you would say you had the opportunity to be in prison because of the way you look at things, oh. the way the Lord does stuff. Um, oh, it was awesome. What what was that like, for, in terms of of coming in as a as a believer, 
Um, well, you know, we believe. System, I mean, I'm I'm not familiar with it because <laughs> I've never yeah. been there, but you have. <laughs> well, you know, we we believe that God is sovereign. Uh, he there's nothing that's going to happen when you believe God is sovereign. He's sovereign. A lot of churches they put parameters on it. They say, "Oh, God's sovereignty is between here and here, or here and here, or here and here." Right? But God's sovereignty is endless. He's sovereign. Okay. So whether it's a football game or whatever it is, so the we fought the federal prison. We we fought the federal government all the way up to the Supreme Court. They lied, they cheated, they're crooks, they're dishonest. The same thing that they're doing, trying to ruin uh, uh, Trump, President Trump from being a candidate. It's just horrendous, the evil that is ruling this country right now. But we were, Trisha and I, my wife and I, we were the first ones, uh, one of the first ones to be assaulted back in 2006. Well, 2006, we ended up getting all the way up to Supreme Court. They uh, ended up putting me in federal prison for selling uh, illegal drugs. And they didn't sell any drugs. We sold vitamins and herbs that were healing people, and people were being healed. So fortunately, I knew it was God's will. And we had top, top lawyers. We had constitutional lawyers. We had a Michael Jackson's lawyer. A former lawyer, he was Michael Jackson for 15 years. So we didn't have dummies. So, but God had intended that I go to federal prison. Well, it was, had to be. And it was a time when uh, the Lord revealed many, many things to me about solitary confinement, about uh, people in prison, all kinds of walks of life, people with massive tattoos, people who have been left uh, hacked up in Hades, people who were shot, people who were stabbed, left to die, everyone I, I practically ran, ran into. So in the meantime, I just knew I had to be there. God wanted me there. And uh, and I had perfect peace, you know. There were times I'm like, oh, man, this is going to be a bad scene, you know. But the Lord raised up some of these guys to protect me from my stupidity because uh, I was not... Uh, prison-wise, you know. So uh, I saw this guy. He was the, I told the Lord, I said, I just want to let me know who the alpha guy is in this prison where I'm at. I just got to not waste time at the bottom with everybody picking on you or whatever else. Sure enough, the first day in the prison after I came out of solitary, I met the alpha guy. Now, that's a whole story. That's a crazy story. I'll tell you that one. Then the day after, I, I told the Lord, I said, I want to meet the, the head of all the guys with the tattoos on them. And I want to meet the biggest, baddest black guy and all that stuff. Within two days of being uh, out of solitary, I got to meet the alpha man, Anthony. I'll just call him Anthony. And then I met the, the guy that had, I was walking out of my cell area. And the guy had tattoos all across his neck, and I'm walking down towards him. And uh, and I'm like, oh, man. I looked at him. I said, I walked right up, right right by him. I said, hey, you're going to come to Bible study with me tonight, you know? And I and I was kind of scared, so I walked. I speed up my walking, okay? So, <laughs> so he said, hey, hey, you, get back here, you know? And I go back and say, yeah, yeah, what's up? He said, hey, 
I got this letter from my wife, and uh, I want you to explain it to me. So it was a bunch of Bible verses, and he wanted me. Mm. I said, come by, come by my, my bunk tonight, and I'll go over it. You know, he went to every Bible study with me while I was in there. Oh, and then wow. uh, and I met this guy, Rand. He was a big, massive black guy. He he ended up being one of my big supporters, too, during the time I was there. <laughs> <laughs> he was stabbed. No, he was shot three times in the back, uh, left to die. Uh, but we got close, and there was one time uh, we were in uh, visitors. The visitors came, and I come in with my wife. And he goes, he goes to his, his family, he goes, hey, hey, that's Jim, that's Jim. You know, he said, call me over, and he wanted me to meet them and everything else. And uh, the alpha guy, the alpha guy one day, he's, he asked me to come and pray for his mother in a wheelchair. So it was like, you know, it was pretty amazing. It was uh, a powerful stuff. Uh, I, I upset a few pastors while I was there, too, because we would have uh, – Sunday or certain times they would have a pastor come and do a teaching or a lead, lead a fellowship. So I would sit in the front row and the pastor would come in, you know, he was all full of himself. So, and I, and I sat in the front row and he, he was right there. I said, Hey, Hey pastor, I'm going to fall asleep doing your thing. Don't take it personally. So I would fall asleep. And this one guy kept on nudging me to wake me up. I said, I told you I was going to fall asleep, you know, but anyway, it was just to try to uh, get them to be a little bit humble, too, you know? So that's uh, kind of my story. Humble? And, uh, yeah. Why would somebody need to be humble? I mean, I, I don't oh, think – does that ever say anything like that in, right. the, in the good news? I'll tell, tell you what. There's a whole section in Scripture. Matter of fact, let me see. I got something here. Matter of fact, you know how you usually ask me, like – What you've been what, reading. Yeah, what I've been reading. You know, you, you do ask me that now and then, unexpectedly. Hey, you know. And I and I so so uh, uh what was the question? Uh, <laughs> I, said, I said about being humble. What why in the world there's no there's no evidence of you know God ever wanting somebody to be humble in the in the scripture. He wants you to yeah, brag, yeah. he wants you to be boastful, he wants you to be egotistical, right? I mean, all those kind of things that personifies what a believer is. Well, he told he told his disciples. Right, that that uh, well, he was exposing the Pharisees, and when he exposed the Pharisees, because they were very prideful and uh, lacking humility, and the higher you were up, the fancier the outfit you had, the the more power you had. It was all about power and prestige. But of course, he says it in James. He says, "Oh, when you come into a fellowship, you know, sit in the back. Don't go to the front row. Let somebody bring you up. You know." And he and he and he says, "Hey, don't be like the world. Don't be like those religious leaders." He said, "Who who want to be uh, raised up?" He says, "You consider others more important than yourself. You know, treat your brother uh, greater than yourself." So, unfortunately, and and even uh, even in the Old Testament, the Lord talks about when you build an altar, do not build stairs that you have to go up to it. And that elevate yourself above it, and yet almost every church does. So there's just simple things that bring it to uh, a point where we need to consider others more important than ourselves. Trish and I, when we got married, one of the three things we said, one of them was 
in God's word where he says, consider others more important than yourself. And so uh, that that has a lot of uh, pitfalls to it because you can get taken. It can be abused by people. But it doesn't matter whatever it is. The teaching is to consider others more important than yourself. So that's what we try to do and uh, and go on from there. That's it. It's uh, good words. Opposite than the world, you know, very opposite to the world. I think, you know, with the age that we have right now with social media and so much about me, it's all about me. It's all about me. Uh, the attention span. Um, you know, they say that the average clip that people will watch is 10 seconds or less. That's crazy that we can't hold our attention for more than 10 seconds. That that's what people are craving the, the dopamine response um, to seeing yourself and hearing yourself and, you know, looking at the, the false images that social media portrays is crazy. And, I, and I'd be the first one to admit I'm on social media. I, I look at things. I, I, uh, you know, want to find out how friends are doing and, and see, especially nowadays. I mean, I look and that's, 99% of the time that I'm on social media is I'm trying to see former athletes or family members on you know what they're posting. But when you start seeing the posts on social media, so many times they're unrealistic because they're snippets of what they want you to see that are glamorous or glorious or whatever it might be. And it's not, I mean, now how many times is there pictures of somebody throwing up in a toilet because, you know, they had chemo or something that, you know, their, their body's rejecting the, the, the crap that's getting put into it. You know, people don't put those things up or the depressing times of the fights, uh, unless it's, yeah. uh, you know, those yeah, I, got some of those. I kind of got on it. I got in a Jim Fiji rant for a second there. I like that though. That's what it's about, <laughs> man. I'm telling you, but that's true. Uh, we get to these uh, Facebooks and people uh, are not showing the hurt, you know, uh, they're trying to show how tough they are and how brave they are which is good. You know, I mean, it's good, but the reality is they're hurting, you know? Um, so I tried, I tried to do the same thing, you know, for several years now I had severe pain. Um, and, uh, I tried to be, Oh, I'm fine. You know, how are you? I'm fine. And in reality, if there were a couple of times I would have liked to have ended it all. Uh, and I know, I know I talked to other people who are in their same situation that, they want to be out of this body and home with the Lord. And you know what? That's a biblical thing. The apostles said it. I'd rather be home with the Lord and absent from the body. And so he, had, he said, I desire nothing of this world. And so unfortunately, too many teachings, too many teachings are about uh, all nicey-nice, you know, instead of obeying, this is it. We are called to suffer just as Christ suffered. But too many churches want you to have the idea that everything's wonderful. Everything's fine. You know, come to the Lord. Everything. You won't have any problems. You won't have any health problems. You won't have any problems with with uh, uh, money. You'll have a place. No, no. You're going to suffer just like Christ has suffered. So pick up your cross. And follow me. That's the admonition of Christ the Savior, you know. And that's our Savior that says that. And that is so, a great uh, that's 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 a great subject to end the podcast on. 
I mean, I keep, I love you, it. You sum it up all the way. Well, well hey, I appreciate it. We had a, a we had a little difficulty with Larry's connection, but there's a lot of good stuff. We did, and we we just put the bottom of the uh, bottom of the, the the video where you could find the good news today dot uh, org, um, and then hopefully you will subscribe and comment and share the podcast with uh, with Big Feige. And hey. we're going to have it, can you continue to have it each week? Hey, I got to tell you something. Uh, I really have enjoyed some of the comments. You know, some of the yeah. people that have that found us go way back <laughs> when we were way doing back. stuff. Yeah, they go way back and they said, oh man, you got to bring electro cobs back. Whoa, I was like, <laughs> and that is, that's probably one of the greatest products out there, man. Everybody, every. Every infant, we use that as infant. Instead of Pedialyte, we use Electrocom. Instead of instead of an awful Gatorade, we use Electrocom. <laughs> we've had some really nice comments. I enjoyed it. Uh, I enjoyed it. Thanks for uh, putting them up there, too. I know it takes a lot of work to get those snippets up. There's some of snippets, but some are watching the whole podcast. I know, and, that, and that's it. Uh, we're going to keep putting those snippets up and keep having those out there for you. So, Another edition of the Faith and Facts podcast with the Big Feige and Fetz here. Have a great one and continue to have a blessed, blessed time and week. Bless you all. I've been racing ultra-distance triathlons for over 30 years, and I've tried everything out there, and I mean everything. And Iron Faith Nutrition blows them all out of the water. Our SE Herbal Tea helps your body detox naturally and boosts immune support. Order now and receive free shipping. Come on, let's go.